Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do it. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. We have a very good show for you today. I believe with all my heart that this is going to be a great show. And it's a good day. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Lots to talk about. Excited. But first, let's bring him in, Tom. What's up, buddy? Good afternoon, Rob. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that when you come across this, you will have uh, had your Super Bowl filled. You will you have seen two teams play a good football game. You've seen some great commercials, and hopefully you'll be put 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 football to the Put it aside, you know, it's it's in the rear view because we're we're getting ready for baseball season, baby. I'm jacked up, I'm charged up. We got a lot to talk about. Let's get it. I was assuming the same thing. At the time we're recording, it's five o'clock, Super Bowl's in an hour and a half. You're not gonna listen to this till your till your Monday morning commute, and we're fine with that. Have a good day at work. We're getting you started here. All right, let's start with this, buddy. I you know Evan Drellick. He he wrote that book about uh, winning cures everything. I can't remember the name of it. But all of us Astro fans were thinking, hey, this is just going to be page after page after page of Astro bashing. And it's not all that. Did you see the new stuff coming out? A former Red Sox player said the Dodgers are the biggest cheaters in baseball. They got caught by Major League Baseball. And Major League Baseball did nothing. So I did see that. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I wasn't sure how that book was going to go because my understanding of Evan Drellich was that he was a former Astro guy or or writer, you know, writing for the Astros. And the Astros and him had like, they, they were at odds. Like they were trying to force him out. He was speaking against them all the time and they didn't appreciate it. And this book kind of, you know, was kind of, it, it wasn't what I thought. Let's put it that way. Now I'm in a, a little interested in reading it. At first Same. I had zero interest, zero. Like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear the same thing over and over and over. All right, here's what I do want to hear though, buddy. I'm the Segway King, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Dana Brown, fasten your seatbelts. What a great quote. February 9th. He said he's working on extensions with Bregman, Altuve, Kyle Tucker, and Christian Javier. February 10th, the Astros signed Christian Javier to a five-year deal, $64 million. That's his three arbitration years, two free agent years. What an awesome deal, and what a bargain. So this is the kind of deals that he was making in Atlanta. And if you were, if you were paying attention, because I mean, a, a lot of people kind of narrow their focus to their team, right? Occasionally, you you look at some of the big dogs, 
Atlanta has been quietly just locking up all their young talent over the last couple of years. And he was a part of that. And now they're in a position where their windows wide open too. Well, Dana comes over the first order of business signs, arguably the best pitcher in the rotation. I know some people, Framber, Framber, nothing against Framber. CJ, when he's on, is just on another level. And now we know he's not going anywhere. I think it's a great deal. I think the dollars work. It all works all the way around. CJ looks happy. We're happy. Let's go to work. Yeah, he had a big smile on his face, but it's a great deal. I'm already loving this Dana Brown guy. Kyle <laughs> Tucker, on the other hand, loses his arbitration case and will make $5 million versus $7.5 million. And part of me thinks, okay, Kyle Tucker's going to be mad. But the other part is third coast Tom thinking he's only making 5 million. It should be easier to extend him. Hey, you want to make more money? You want to make more money? We'll extend you. And see, I kind of felt like it was going to get done with, with Kyle Tucker the same way that it got done with CJ because CJ didn't make it to arbitration. Like I guess the hearing or whatever, he was also an ARB guy that was going to go to a hearing. They didn't get there. They got this deal done before it went one way or the other. Now, I don't know if Kyle's going to be upset with the Astros as much as he is with the arbitrators because technically he put up the numbers. The Astros basically came to them with the number that was, I guess, fair based on, you know, performance or whatever. He wanted more than that. And the arbitrator basically said, no, 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 this is, this is a good number. So I don't know how you could be upset with the Astros when a third party with no interest in the matter basically said, nope, they got it right. Yeah, based on your stats, we've done this a thousand times. All right, how about Framber Valdez? Framber and the Astros have agreed that Framber's going to sit out of the World Baseball Classic. Over 200 innings pitched last year, give that arm a rest. I'm perfectly fine with it. I mean, at the most, he would pitch two games, but we no longer have Verlander. Lance McCullers Jr., Let's keep him healthy. Let's keep Framber healthy. It's almost spring training. I'm fine with this. I see why this happened on both sides. I, I I believe Dana Brown when he says he wants to extend him. I also believe that this is sort of a contract year for Framber and that he it, it, what he does at the World Baseball Classic doesn't get him paid. No. For his country, the glory for his country, absolutely. What he does in the regular season this season will probably get him the extension or whatever, however that works out, that he's after. You know, who knows what way that goes, but his his best way to make money is to is to prove it on the MLB diamond, not the world baseball classic diamond. So it's a great, it's great for both sides. He's gonna be the unquestioned ace of the staff. You want him well-rested, ready to go to put in another 200-plus inning performance. Therefore, he gets paid, the Astros go far, everybody wins. All right. Have you seen a story? The 26-man roster, they're trying to, I think it was Brian McTaggart, trying to predict it or trying to project it. And there's really not a lot of decisions to make. But what do you think about this? He has Yanner Diaz as the backup catcher over Corey Lee. So he's kind of leapfrogging him because Corey Lee's been the 
the main man, if he is. To me, I think Corey Lee's going to get it. But, I mean, McTaggart knows what he knows and definitely going to be a battle in spring training for that spot. Jake Myers, he's got Jake Myers in there and David Hensley as well. Blake Taylor and then Hunter Brown. He could be in the bullpen. We could do a six-man rotation either way. But So that's Corey Lee, the new guy, Bly, Madris, and then J.J. Matichevic. I think this is pretty much probably how it's going to go as well, except Corey Lee could get in there. Who knows? I think, and 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 this is probably McTaggart's thinking. Obviously, we haven't talked to him. We don't know. But Yiner Diaz has position flexibility. He can play a couple other positions. He's played in the outfield. He's played first base. In addition to being able to catch. So... The fact that the super utility guy for the Strohs isn't necessarily, you know, identified yet. We think it's Hensley. We think they could go get another guy. Yiner could be that guy. So that would, for me, I think a lot of it too is going to depend on who hits in spring training. Corey Lee comes out and he's beating the brakes off the ball, then he's probably going to have a spot. Yiner comes out, does the same thing, probably going to have a spot. So I think a lot of that depends on what happens here in the next couple months. I think another possibility is Brantley's not ready and they both make it. I did I did read that about Yiner Diaz can play first, he can play outfield, so that gives you more flexibility. But I don't know if you can start your catcher, your backup catcher somewhere else. I guess you can, you just move him around, so I guess it's fine. But he does have flexibility, and I think that's why McTaggart is – is picking them, but again, I think they both. I think they both make it if uh, Brantley's not ready, and then they can keep battling it out. Here's something I want to talk about. We knew it was coming. We I didn't know it was coming so fast, but I knew it was coming. The Oxy Patch. We knew these sponsorship patches on the jerseys were coming, and I didn't want it. I didn't like it. And Alex Bregman on social media with the patch. What do you think? I don't have a problem with it. And I'm going to tell you why. Of all the patches that you could put on the side of an Astros jersey, this is probably the least aggressive in my mind. It's there, you see it, but it blends in really well with the with the, the uniform colors. Could you imagine if it was a gallery furniture or a, a Halliburton or or what? what's another? A, a Whataburger W? Like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Those things would have been gross. Like, I get it. H-E-B, that's what I wanted. See, I think that's ugly too. Because where are you going to put three red letters in there with all that all that other? You know what I mean? The oxy colors kind of blend with the jersey. Well, it's too big. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll agree with you there. I'll agree with you there. I don't know what they paid for it. Personally, if they're They already they're have gonna... the hugest sign in the stadium. So these guys got a lot of money. And you know what? As as a, as a fan, I'll I'll live with you uh, putting bumper stickers on that right arm. If you're going to keep all these guys around, keep winning rings. They also announced that the oxy patch will be gold when the Astros wear the gold World Series champions uniform. But more on that later when we get to fair or foul. So here's some Minute Maid Park Astros news. I want to share with you guys. I just mentioned it right now, I guess. Number one, 
Gold-themed jerseys will be worn the first two games of the year. World Series banner will be unveiled on opening day. Number three, players and coaches will receive their World Series rings. Game two. And then number four, replica ring giveaways. Not good news for me, Tom. You're going to have to go get it for me. Replica <laughs> ring giveaways on Wednesday. Oof. I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> I will do my best. That's really not good for anybody. It's a tough day to get down to the ballpark. All right. So have you heard anything about expansion teams and realignment? I've heard somebody, Jim Bowen, right? Or Jim Bowden or Bowen. I didn't, I didn't write his name down, but he made some realignment and I, I haven't even heard that we're going to expand the two teams. So I don't know if this is just him just having fun or what. So he's a former GM. Uh, it's, it's uh, Bowden. And I think he's on Sirius XM. He's got, he's got a couple shows on Sirius XM and he was just tinkering with the idea to my knowledge. Hmm. I don't think there's any talk of it. I think it was just, Hey, some of this stuff doesn't make any sense. You know, some of the locales and then the teams having to travel here, there, and everywhere. This is what realignment would look like. I turned the page over and his name is on the paper. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The the beginning of my statement was on page one. I had to flip it over. So it is back here. And and he's really sharp, really smart guy. You know, I don't think he has a bias or an axe grind, anything like that. It was interesting. The 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 location, you know, was was. I think all of it was geography for him. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And uh, I'm cool with it. I thought I thought it was cool. Yeah. the The only thing I don't like is it has East Conference and West Conference. You could just name one of them American League and National. So this realignment, it doesn't matter where you're at. They're geographically putting you together. What do you think about this? In the West, the Astros are in the Southwest. It's the Astros, Kansas City Royals, St. Louis Cardinals, and the Rangers. I'm down for that. <laughs> I mean, the Cardinals are are a, a uh, former a blue rival. blood. Uh, they're a former rival. They're a blue blood. They're always going to be good. So that, that division would always have some serious competition. The other three teams that you just listed, I'm not worried about them one bit. <laughs> All right. So one thing I thought of, this was my realignment. Just leave them the way they are. Remember when the NFL expanded and all they did was, let's say the NFC East. That's the only one I remember off the top of my head. It was Arizona. The Arizona Cardinals were with the Cowboys and the Eagles and the Giants. But a lot of people don't remember that. They took them and made a new West. They made a new conference. So example, you take Tampa Bay. Out of the East, you take Kansas City out of the Central and Houston out of the West. And you add them with either Charlotte or Nashville. That's the two teams or cities that he thinks are going to be an expansion team. So you can leave it like it is, but just make four divisions instead of three. Same thing, but you're not totally just destroying the American and National League type stuff. I think media has a lot to do with that, right? So you're you're playing Tampa Bay in Houston or Tampa Bay's playing 
what was the other team you listed? Kansas City. I was one, one on the West Coast. What was the West Coast team? I had Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Kansas City. Are you talking about his or mine? Yours. Oh, I have Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Houston, and then Charlotte or Nashville. It's a, it'd be four teams. I, I guess that wouldn't be too bad. I'm thinking geography like, okay, when would these games happen? Would they happen at 6.05? Would they happen at 9 o'clock? You yeah. know what I mean? I just so, try to take the team that was the closest to the other the other division, but just something like that. I, I haven't sat down and worked on it. I just said, yeah. don't miss everything up. Just take a take a team, <laughs> take a guy away and make another conference. It's fine. I don't I don't know that you're you're gonna be able to like shake up the box and, and realign everybody like that. I think you're still gonna get a Yankees, Red Sox, you know, East. I still think you're gonna get a Dodgers, Giants, West. You know what I mean? He has Boston, the Mets, the Yankees, and the Phillies all in the same division. That's crazy. And then he has uh, he has Baltimore, Charlotte, Pittsburgh, and Washington together. Where does he have uh, who else? The Dodgers, Arizona, the Angels, the Dodgers, and San Diego. Hmm. Not bad. So I have two tidbits for you. If we're done talking about that, I love when I find Nolan Ryan stuff, and I'm just going to continue sharing them. Because I think it's just amazing. Nolan Ryan had seven no-hitters, buddy. He had 12 one-hitters. The guy was 12 hits away from having 19 no-hitters. Nolan Ryan's amazing. Zero Cy Young awards. I got to believe he's like half cyborg or something like that. Because (laughs) some of the numbers, if you just sat down and looked at them, they're video game. They're video game. And the one Nolan Ryan story that I got that always blows my mind. He threw like a ceremonial pitch. I don't know. I don't remember the game. I don't remember what it was. He was just out there throwing up. Maybe it was a first pitch or something like that. He gets up there. This is way after, right? He grooves like a 90 mile an hour piece of cheese down the middle. And I mean, it was spotted and the catcher's like framing it. And it was like, he's in slacks and a butt and a button on a polo shirt. Like, like 60 years old already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like there's <laughs> no reason he should be throwing the ball that hard or that good or that accurate at that age. Got the gut out and everything. Dang. Dude's unreal what he was able to do as an athlete and, and just in general. Yeah, he's crazy. All right, buddy. I have five all-new fair fouls. You ready to do that? Let's do it. All right, we'll get to these fair fouls right after this. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, we are back. Five all-new Farrah Let's go to WBC. 
Mike Trout said, I signed up to win this thing. Anything else is a failure. Fair or foul, the U.S. wins the World Baseball Classic. Foul, 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 foul. <laughs> it's like I, the I, best team they've put out there in a while, too. I'm glad that he has that. I'm glad that he wants that. This is his World Series. Yeah. They have there no pitching. Some- there are some monsters out there, like lineups, rotations. There are some monsters. I feel like the USA, as talented as, as their lineup is, probably the fifth or sixth best team in this thing. I look at the I looked at the roster and it started with the offensive players. I'm like, wow, Goldschmidt, Trout, Mookie Betts, Kyle Tucker, like on and on and on. And then you go to pitching and it's like, who? Who? Who's that? I think that's going to be the thing that's going to keep him from winning. So I say foul too, buddy. Yeah. I, I, mean, I want him to win, but they're not. I'm going to root for him too. I just, there are some rotations and there are some offenses like, like the Dominican team. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they got Pena like batting ninth on that thing. It's bananas how nasty that team is. And then, then their pitching's amazing too. Great. All right, number two. He just broke the scoring record. This is bat. This isn't baseball. This is basketball. LeBron James is the goat of the NBA. <laughs> I hate to answer this question. I'll answer it first grew- if you want me to. Go ahead. Go ahead. Foul. He is not the goat. The goat is Mr. Bill Russell, and there's a new Bill Russell documentary on Netflix. If you want to watch it and find out why I think that, <clears throat> and if he's not the goat. It's Jordan. It is definitely not this crybaby guy that moves teams when his team isn't any good. There's only one goat, but there's two goats. It's either one of those two guys. <laughs> and Bill Russell's my goat. So look, I won't, I won't do, I won't do what you did. I can't, I can't belittle what LeBron James has done because no one, and I repeat, no one, not Jordan, not Russell, not anyone had the level of pressure levied upon him coming into the league. He was he was crowned the king from day one, heir apparent. He was going to do all the things. Everybody put all this pressure on him. Did he, did he, is he the goat for me? No, because I grew up with Jordan. And for me to watch Michael Jordan do what he did and know the cold-blooded killer that he was, he didn't lose finals. You know what I mean? Errors no. matter. Errors matter. Bill Russell was was a man amongst boys, so I can't. I I don't feel the same way about Bill Russell because the competition wasn't there. You know what I mean? And and, and Jordan, Jordan had all kinds of monsters that he had to deal with. LeBron has had those too, so I can't take anything away from what LeBron did. I can just tell you that when there is a closing time. It's Jordan time and LeBron in closing time. eh. Now LeBron is the greatest compilation of skills in a player. In my, in my opinion, the best rebounder, assist guy, steal guy, block guy, scoring guy in one body. Does that make him the goat though? I don't know. His stats are going to be amazing when he's done. He's going to lead the league in not just scoring in other things. And it's going to be hard to argue with that. It's the same thing with 
Abdul Jabbar. The guy played for 30 years. That's why he was a scoring champion. That doesn't make him the GOAT. And that doesn't make LeBron the GOAT. That's fine. Anyway, uh, that's enough. That's enough basketball talk. <laughs> I'd say that when we do the Rockets podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Fair or foul. I know you've seen this. I've seen it. I haven't watched it live. I've just seen highlights. Power slap. That new slap fighting <laughs> stuff that Dana, what's his name? Dana. I, and I said Dana Brown. <clears throat> oh, they're both colors. Dana, Dana Brown White. and Dana White. Yeah. Now, just like a normal guy, I'd like to see guys get knocked out. It's fun, but it's so dumb. They're just standing there. Sl- what if the guy goes first and he slaps the other guy and he knocks him out? He wins. And the other guy doesn't even get. It's, it's not. I don't even know how it's a sport. It should just be something two guys at a bar gambling on. It's not a sport. I say I foul. Feel, it, it's ridiculous. I feel that, you know, obscure sports are out there, right? Cornhole, the axe throwing, dart throwing. You know what I mean? It's where it belongs. I mean, I'm sure there's a place for it. Arm wrestling, you know, there's a place for it. It's just yeah, not. Yeah, but you're not giving each other brain damage. I mean, guys in boxing do that. MMA, they do that. Football, they do that. Yeah, but there's you know defense. I mean? So, in my mind, they're just if like gonna, if you're gonna get in out, there, like just knock no, me out. It, it's bad. Boxing, it's very but bad. It, but in boxing, in 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 MMA, if if you know, he outsmarts you. Guess what? You don't get to play defense. You just get knocked out. And so that's true. I don't know what the defense is to that other than having an incredibly strong chin. <laughs> There's none. All the neck and the chin, just having a, a wicked chin. But I, I mean, it's not for me, it's foul too, but yeah. I, I don't think it's not a sport. It's just, you know, it's out there with the other ones, the, the, the outlier sports. Hmm. If, if, let me tell you this, if I was flipping through ESPN and it was on, I would watch it. So does am I a hypocrite or what? I would I would just I'm telling but that's you. That's what for me. Who that's doesn't what like to see people get knocked out? Nobody. It's just it's a ridiculous sport though to just stand there and let someone hit you. That's that's my foul point. I I, I said it before. I like to see people get knocked out, and I'm okay with that. That's why people <laughs> like boxing, MMA. They like all that. All right, number four. I don't know if this is how it's going to be. But you go to the team store or get online to order you a brand new jersey. Would you buy it if it has the oxy patch on the arm? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if that's an authentic, if that's what makes it authentic and that's what they're wearing, that's why you buy it. That's why you pay the extra whatever. You want all the patches. You want all the all the things. I know people are think it's ugly. I know people don't like it. It's something that I don't, I mean, there's nothing you can do when you start looking at all the other uh, patches that these other teams are wearing. It could be worse. The angels, I believe have a, a foundation repair company on their Jersey. It's a big foundation repair company, but that's worse for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're all bad, Thomas. They're all yeah. bad. They're all bad. But it is what it is. Like, how much money do they need? 
Why are they doing this? Are they broke? They need what do they need money for? Everybody's trying to line their pockets, sir. The Spurs I mean, that, have basketball does it, right? The Spurs have Frost Bank on their jerseys, I believe. Every every team, every team. The Rockets really? have uh credit karma. Yeah. Credit karma? Yeah. Hmm. I don't like that either. <laughs> All right. So I believe the Astros have unveiled the new hashtag for 2023 because they put it on the website. Ready to the number two rain, but not rain, but to rain. And I'm not going to spell it because I don't even know if I spelled it right on the paper, but it's ready to rain. Fair or foul. You like that? <clears throat> I'm I'm fair with it. I, I mean, it's extremely hard, I think to come up with something unique and original, especially when you think about where they're trying to come from as far as, you know, being the reigning world champions. I do like the number two. I do as well. I think the number two is kind of like, we got two of them now. I do too. Do you think it's, we got two of them or do you, we're going to win two in a row? I think it's because we've got two of them. Either way, I like the sound of all of that. Like, I'm good with all of that. Like, if you want to say it's because we we're, we're two-time, absolutely. If you're going to say because we're going to go back-to-back, absolutely. No, level- nothing wrong with... Oh, I was going to say when Level Up first came out, I was like, that's dumb. And then, and then you were you hashtag Level it- Up all year long. <laughs> yeah, you, hashtag, you, you type hashtag Level Up on all your posts for six months, and you, end up, you start liking it. I'm ready to rain. There you go. Are you ready to rain? I just need I just need that King Tuck crown out in uh, right field, and then I'm 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 in there. All right, that's all I have, buddy. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, I think I do. I think I do. The Astros, the Astros have just been spectacular this offseason. I really think that we don't give them enough credit. I think the national media doesn't give them enough credit. To be able to lock up CJ is so, so big. To be able to go out and get Jose Abreu is so, so big. This team, and it's crazy when you look at it on Twitter. Because there are are teams out there, there are fans of teams out there, I should say, that are starting to recognize the Astros for what they are. You know, there there are guys that are like, look, they're just going to be good forever. They're just... They're so smart. They're doing everything to stay ahead of the curve with respect to, you know, young talent. We've seen superstars leave this club and on any other team, they're in shambles. This one, they just reload them up, reload them up. I, I, I've started to pay more attention to Astros future when he, when he starts talking about some of these young uh, international guys, they sign because I just feel like they're all going to work. You see all these guys that come in. CJ is a perfect example. They signed him for 10 grand. Like, you know, that's that's the equivalent in baseball, like a bag of chips. And now this guy <laughs> is a number two starter for the world champion Astros who threw two, two combined no-hitters last year. Like, you know, you know how many teams would pay millions of dollars for something Astros paid 10 grand for, like yeah. it just blows my mind. I'm so incredibly proud of them. 
Dana looks like he was the perfect hire. He's just going to fall right in line, keep the train rolling, ready to ring. Ready to rain. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So do you remember, I don't want to put you on the spot. I forgot to do the final thought one time and you were going to share some Jose Altuve milestones that he can reach. Do you remember those milestones or should we save it for next show? I know. I, I know I have one. He is like 80, 85 hits, maybe it's 75 hits away from 2000. So 2000 hits in a career, pretty big milestone. There's only a handful of guys that get there. Obviously 3000 is the gold standard. You get to three K. You think he'll get there? I really, so Altuve is like a 200 hit guy a year. Really? I'm struggling with how old he is. I want to say he's early 30s. So if Tuve is, say, 32, 33, and he plays five more years, I think he gets there. I think it's close, but I think he gets there. Dana's already came out and said he wants him to be an Astro for life. If this roster is going to look like this, he's going to get so much to hit because the lineup's so deep. There's going to be so many men on base for this guy. Like, who knows? He's such a good hitter. Short of injury, I think he gets there. I believe so as well. That was a good episode, Tom. I'm excited well, about you, I'm excited about the Super Bowl. My wife is making chicken wings. Hey, very, very Super Bowl meal right there. Yeah. And she got the recipe online for the gringo dip from 54th Street. So we're having gringo dip. And buffalo wings. Not just, she makes wings before, but barbecue, but she got buffalo wing sauce. So pretty excited about it. Pretty excited about the Super Bowl today. I believe we both have the Eagles. Are we sticking with that? Absolutely. All right. All right. Almost said, do you have any final thoughts? But that's it, folks. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl last night or earlier this evening. I don't know, depending on when you listen to it. But we really do appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll see you next time. On Astros Baseball. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.